for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host, and the human leader of the Android Underground, Matt Lee. Da, 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 da. What's up, guys? It's Tuesday, October 9th, 2012, episode number 55 of Attack of the... I can't even do this with a straight face anymore. My name's Matt Lee. Joining me tonight, just a bunch of hellion, ruffian, ant prude. What's up, man? Wait a minute. I'm not a hellion. I am a ruffian. But You're a ruffian. Aunt Pruitt from Yats filling in for Seth and Eric. Uh, and we have Shane Brady joining us as well. What's up, Shane? Hey, Matt. Hey, guys. Glad to have you back. Shane, the newly added member of Attack of the Androids. If you check out the cast page, you'll see all about him. And, of course, no, uh, Joey Kelly. What's up, man? Well, hello. Tonight I apparently have no face. I like the that. Overlay app has decided to replace me with what I was trying to overlay with. Well, this All is right. a, this is important for for the show, but that's okay. So, what were you gonna say, Shane? Oh, nothing. I was gonna say you can, you can see my Tam uh, badge in my uh, cast photo. If, uh... Very good. I'm still jealous about that. <laughs> So no Seth, no Eric tonight, but that's fine. We got a ton of uh, interesting Android stuff to talk about. Kind of on, on more of a Google note, I guess we can start the show off. You you did, uh, Shane, you did a review about the Chromebook you got? Yeah, it, it's actually it's right here. Did uh, you get the Samsung, or which one did you get? It's the uh, Series, S, uh, Series 5 S50. Uh, without the 3G, so it just has Wi-Fi. He's at mostly home, and I have, you know, enough hotspot devices that I didn't, you know, an extra hundred dollars wasn't worth it. Right. So it's just it, like a tablet with a keyboard and a Chrome browser. Well, well, that's the thing. So I have the Prime, right? Uh, but the Prime's keyboard, if you've ever tried to use it for a lot of typing, it's not a great keyboard. It's okay in a pinch. I think the dock or the on-screen. Yeah. The dock keyboard. Sorry. Oh, word. The listeners, you know, the Transformer Prime, you have the dock and all that. Actually, one of our listeners, he sent a picture of, he he's a truck driver, and he mounted his Nexus 7 up in the semi-truck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he took a picture of it playing uh, an episode of Yats or something, but he has a mobile dock for the Prime he's uh, going to send me, hopefully, so then I'll be able to see how well that works. But That's it's cool. not a good keyboard? Like, I, I imagine it would be <laughs> nice to type on. I, I don't know. Well, the the Prime, uh, it's okay in a pinch. So the Samsung Chromebook, it is, you know, that's the weird thing about it. It is just a browser. But I found that, like, 90% of what I do is in a browser or can be done in a browser. Right, and they they've they have all of the expandability, basically, in the add-ons and apps that you get for the browser, right? Isn't that what the whole Chrome store is for? I mean, we can use it here on Windows if you go to whatever that right. page is where you can get the apps that are like plugins and stuff. So I imagine yeah. you could easily do like a file explorer plugin, use the browser interface and, and I mean, you can do anything you need to, right? What, what are your, what are your shortcomings? What can't you do with it? Okay. So I'm a developer. So 
Um, there's obviously no, uh, you can't install like a NetBeans IDE on your system. So I'm looking at web-based IDEs. Uh, there's one called C9.io, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but a lot of times I'm also a system developer, so all I really need is a SSH shell. And so there's an SSH shell app for the Chromebook. It's right, you just putty, well. right? Use something like putty and get to whatever computer you left a screen running up on, and there's all your tools right there. So it's not that big of a deal, really. No, no, not if you're doing a lot of system programming. Uh, if you're doing a lot of job development, well, that makes it more difficult. Um, and so the one thing I have not found a replacement for is a good database ETL tool. Um, and so I use a program called Razor SQL, um, and that is uh, enables me to connect all my databases. And I don't know how much database work anybody here else does, but um, well, and there's apps. Database. I mean, Android apps that do that pretty easily. I'm I'm sure someone has some sort of add-on for Chrome that does that, like yeah, SQL just, Lite or something. Yeah, I just haven't found it yet. But, but otherwise, uh, I'm on a vacation right now, so I'm doing a lot of writing, a lot of uh, organizing, a lot of research, and the Chromebook has been awesome for that. It has a good keyboard, has great battery life, it's light, it's portable, and Chrome works better on the left on the on the Chromebook than it does on OS X. Um, are you? Are we doing this Hangout? Are you on your Chromebook? No, I'm actually my MacBook, and that's because I have I need to I haven't figured out how to get my microphone to work on my Chromebook. Is it your specific microphone that has an issue that's known, or is it just nobody can? No, it has to do with uh, there's a the the there's a a single input output uh, microphone earphone jack. Right. I, I just don't have the setup yet, so where I have a headset. And the mic, good microphone, all in one. That's yet. like what the Prime has, right? I tried to plug something into it the other day, and it just didn't work right. Like it's just one thing that needs a mic and and the things. The, the yeah, buds. I think it's exactly the same thing. And I have that's found annoying. To... That's similar to what a cell phone does, right? Yeah, yeah, no, right. It's actually it's actually the exact same thing. And so I have a good microphone. You would uh, think they would just do like normal laptops and have your mic out and your, I mean, are they saving that much room by not? Or did they not think people would be doing hangouts or whatever with it? So see, see, can you see the hole there? Yeah. You can see all the room they have on there for an extra port. So I don't think they're saving a lot. Um, the other thing is it has a display port, in a, you know, which is kind of cool. Is it VGA? Is it VGA? I, no, I think that's I think that's full digital H. I think that can be the HDMI. Oh, it's HDMI. Oh, nice. Yeah, or DVI, and it has a, has an Ethernet port and, and all that stuff. So I have to say though, if I think most people, you know, we talk about getting tablets for people to as PC replacements, and I think a Chromebook is is actually better because Hold I'm on, sorry. Man. Whoa, whoa, before you go down that road, the this post is something P- at recently, the post PC what? era. <laughs> you wouldn't know. I don't know. I've been looking at replacing a bunch of laptops with ta- with uh, tablets. Um, can you build in a VPN client onto that? Does it have that So it does have a VP- There is a VPN on it, um, and it supports OpenVPN and a couple other ones. I have not got it to work with the Cisco AnyConnect system, mm. um, and but you know, I'm trying that's to pretty that. critical. Yeah, I was just saying that, that that right there is a game killer for me because I need to have that Cisco capability. If I don't well, have it, then it doesn't going to work for me. Well, I don't know. I think Cisco concentrators can be set up. I think they can be set up to work with it. 
Um, but if I can, if I can tell you right here, uh, L2 IPsec, uh, OpenVPN, and you know, L2, yeah, so it's L2 TP over IPsec and OpenVPN. And so actually, you can't connect. What happens with Cisco is I can connect to a Cisco, but I can't get to anything outside. I can't get to anything outside, so I can get all my company's internal servers, but I can't get to like oh, Google.com. It, it doesn't support split tunneling. Yeah, maybe. Because split tunneling would send your internet traffic out over whatever connection you're on versus not. Yeah, but I'm, I'm actually not convinced that it is a setup problem with my company because you should be able to just make all the traffic go over the right. Because it's not like when I'm logged into my VPN on my on uh, on uh, a machine. So some of those Cisco clients send all your traffic over it. Some of them split. Right. It's not like it's not like if I go to a server on my comp- company's network. If I go to Google.com, it doesn't get there. So. I, you know, honestly, I, I'm not that, I'm, I don't do that type of IT stuff, so I don't know if, you know, if I, I can't get the, I can't get the company to spend all this time for one Chromebook. Um, but, you know, for an IT person who's looking at something that works better, uh, maybe there is. Or, you know, maybe tweak the VPN. To support, it does support VPN capability, and um, so there may be some options there. Just had to do uh, some type of hacks for your concentrators, basically. I don't. I don't know. Google has recommendations on how to do it. Um, I just don't know if our guys ever did it or not. All right. So, so but, but hey, Shane, what's what's the price point on that for anyone curious? Four fifty. Does that seem much? When I mean, it's it's bigger than a full size netbook, which would be on the other side of the cheaper end, running a full OS, as well, underpowered as it might be, still running a full OS. Hold on a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, right now at Best Buy, you can buy uh, netbooks for one ninety nine, um, brand new, you know, with uh, you know Atom processors and a full Windows Seven starter. Right. Those those uh... OS, but um, but what I've got sitting right here on my workbench, I'm prepping it for a customer, is a Lenovo IdeaPad, fifteen point six inch. I, have the model number right in front of me. Um, anyway, but I just bought that brand new at a Best Buy for uh, three hundred and ninety-eight dollars after tax. So, so fifty bucks more. What's the bad? You mean fifty bucks less than the than what you're oh, talking the, about, right? Right. The Chromebook was fifty dollars more. What's the battery life on that? They claim up to seven hours. Uh, we'll see. I mean, uh, this is about in the eight to ten range. <clears throat> Um, and literally when they say it boots instantly on, it is quick. Like if I have an, if I, if I go to a web page for some reason, it locks the uh, browser up bad JavaScript. Literally you can just shut the whole thing down and bring it back up in about 10 or 15 seconds. That's not, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's almost not quite the tablet just hitting the button and having it be there, but it's pretty close for a laptop. There's no tablet faster than that. Um, the, th- the thing that it's good about, though, it has a good keyboard and key. And I bet that Lenovo, or a lot of those netbooks, have crappy trackpads. It's one of the first trackpads um, that works very much close to the stand- gold standard, which is a MacBook trackpad. Well, apologize. Um, I, I, didn't rec- I didn't mention this, I, or I didn't say this correctly. The Lenovo that I've got is a full 15.6-inch laptop. It's not a netbook. So it has a full... You know, touchpad with scrolling and side scrolling and whatnot. My point is, is that you can get something with a bigger screen, the full capability, cutting the battery life down by a bit, but it's still fifty bucks cheaper, and you have the full capability 
of a computer as opposed to a browser. And it depends on your application, what's important to you. Right, so actually there's, there's a big, there's a point there. So um, I didn't want something that had, I could do anything on there. Um, <laughs> do you want me to continue, man? Okay, folks, <laughs> uh, we're gonna immediately limit what Shane can do for a living right I'll, now. I'll, no, no, I'll, 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 I'll tie it in here because it does affect, uh, it does talk to it. But um, I wanted something that could focus me on doing pr productive, uh, productive stuff and the the Chromebook does a good job of that, and I think that um, it is a far better productivity device than any tablet I've had. And I'm really beginning to wonder if the 10-inch tablet is just a big waste of time and money, and that really what you want is these small, super fast, utilitarian uh, laptops with good keyboards and a 7-inch uh, tablet. Well, it, the 10-inch tablet is just kind of a dinosaur. It depends what you're doing, though, right? Like, not everybody... I, I don't know. I feel like a tablet with a good built-in mic on it that you can do voice input or anything like that is better than having a good keyboard if that's what you want it to do. Now, if you're coding, you're obviously not going to want to talk to your tablet and have it type out, parenthesis, colon, hash bang, you know. Yeah, I, I, I think that I think that type, uh, uh, input from your hands will always be faster than voice input. That, sure. Uh, and th that's just always be better. And I, I think this whole idea that touch is somehow more efficient, I, don't, I just don't think it is. It's because we're tactile beings. And it, the voice thing will be more efficient once quantum computing comes into play because then it'll just do all the words at the same time and you'll just pick which one, you know. Yeah, you'll just, you'll just pick the path that yeah, you want. Yeah, exactly. But, but there aren't that many settings. I think that voice is going to be, be real part of You can't have an office of people, you know, yapping. All yelling at each other's computers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's going to be a mess. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I think people at home kind of want to like listen to music or something in background and not just sit there and talk. On their there, Nexus Q? Right? Hold on. Are people at home <laughs> listening to music on their Nexus Q? Not for smart. Tie it back to Android for us. Do you have a Nexus Q update? Or are you uh, well, just. Well, no, I'm going I'm to say the Chromebook to me changed my mind about where we're going with tablets. And that the seven-inch tablet, I think, is going to be uh, where it's at, and that's why the Nexus Seven is an important tablet. That's why the uh, Kindle Fire HD, if the interface wasn't so crappy, uh, would be an important tablet. And I think it's where the iPad Mini, I know this is, is going to uh, destroy. I think the sales of the normal-sized iPad. So. Do you think three three inches between the ten and the seven, like, is that that much of a a differentiator to kill something like that? Because we're seeing, we, I mean, we we'll get into it in a bit, but there's another the Nexus Ten tablet that's been being rumored and stuff. Like, it it doesn't seem like people are not buying them still. They're just, I think, there hasn't been a really decent ten inch Android tablet, at least compared to the Nexus Seven in in how it handles and everything. Even the primes yeah. were buggy, and I mean, there hasn't been like a perfect, you know. I, I think I think that uh, that everyone's pretty much surrendered the ten-inch market to the full-size iPad. 
So they said, all right, let's see if we can compete on a smaller level. And now Apple's entering that space because they feel like it's a threat to their market share in the 10-inch space. That and makes sense. Someone... It was good at first because smaller meant lesser, a uh, lower price. And that meant you could hit more of a demographic. More wallets. Mm-hmm. More wallets, exactly. More money, I mean, more problems. Speaking, a $200, um, you know, 7-inch tablet is a heck of a lot easier for me to swallow than a $700 10-inch tablet. Yeah, if, if this wasn't a birthday present, it'd be a Nexus 7 right now if I had to pay money for it, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, I, think that, I think a tablet that's 7 inches is more portable in terms of... Uh, the thing about the iPad is most people use it on their couch. Yeah, I, no- I noticed I don't bring this to work with me as much because when I did, it just sat in my backpack. I use my, ne- my Galaxy Nexus for everything at work. And even since I started flashing uh, CM10 on this, I didn't put any of the social stuff back on it. So I'm doing all that from my phone just because it's easier than to have to you know, do it from the tablet. I type yeah, faster and, on the phone. <laughs> and in the iOS world, you have that, t- you have that tiny little toy uh, iPhone that isn't easy to use for anything. Right. See, there it was more important to have the two big sizes because you had the tiny phone, and then for if you wanted more screen, you just got a, an iPad. You didn't get, like, a bigger phone because there wasn't one. Yeah. So actually, Apple's going to be admitting in 2012 that they were always they're wrong all these years about the size of their phones and tablets. Did we say three inches? We meant six and a half. <laughs> it's a big six and a half. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, back to Android, I guess. I, I don't know. What, what do you guys want to talk about? No, you got that four point one point two update. We saw hitting uh, to AOS, AOSP today. Not a very big update. Just fixing some some minor things. I did notice somebody. I think it was Information Week. They mentioned something about the the screen. Is yeah, it? If you can see that, it, it does. It does it what does. my Droid X does. From yeah, CM7, so, <laughs> like you can turn it, and it's like, ooh, look. Oh, wait a minute, that hit the Nexus 7 today? And you know yeah. what else does it? This this Transformer Prime does it also. I don't know. Yeah, they, I think Whoa, they I look, think... it turns. Oh, my God. Why are people tripping out about that? Like, who cares? They've always done that. Have they not? Oh, uh, no, I, my Galaxy yeah, Nexus I... doesn't do that, actually, which is interesting. No. Huh. Yeah, I th- I think they just wanted um, everybody to use this interface, like you know, as as like consumption device, book, and all that, and then you know, flip it over for the games. But I don't know, they just I hold they flip the switch. How do you hold it? Well, and see, this is ten inch, so it's a little different. But I always use it like this, and usually I have the rotate thing turned off so that it doesn't turn like this because it lags kind of. Actually, with the Nexus Seven, I use it. I hold it like you do a phone, uh, a normal phone most of the time. Is it because uh, that, of the size, though? Right? If that was this, you would hold. You would be more natural holding it this way, the, yeah, the landscape right, way. Right. For those of you just listening at home, the landscape way rather you than know, portrait. I'm metal. actually fifty-fifty on it with my Nexus. Really? You know, and I, and I've said that a few times because I'm sort of used to how the ROMs are on that Kindle Fire where it, it'll rotate to, to landscape. And like maybe that. it's the keyboard for me. Typing for some reason in lands, land, portrait in portrait mode was not as good as doing it in landscape mode because the keyboard would split in landscape yeah. mode. And I like typing that way, so I just got used to it. And now that I'm used to it this way, like when I pick it up, the, this is right side up for me now, which is weird, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. You know, the Nexus 7 just kind of has a – just looks like a book, I guess. It does. Okay. 
And it kind of has a feet. And if you know what I'm talking about, it has it just it's a the the back of it's kind of it's it's like a plasticky organic feel to it. So it's not mm-hmm. metallic. It just it just works like that. The camera's in such a way to hold it, you know, hold it like that. Uh, it's kind of neat. I'm hoping that the bugs will make it even faster. But I mean, the next Nexus Seven is still my favorite tablet of, of all time. So the notes said we're releasing Android 4.1.2 to AOSPA today, which is a minor update on top of 4.1.1. As a note to maintainers of community builds running on Nexus 7, please update at the first opportunity. Future variants of the grouper hardware will have a minor change in one of the components, the power management chip, but that will not be compatible with 4.1.1. Have you noticed, is that speed stepping, like stepping down the processor, or is this power, like how, how is it, what is the power management? I thought it had. I was thinking it had something to do with the future 3G model. The what? Uh, oh, the 3G, 3G models. Oh, to step down the signal when it's in sleep mode. <laughs> or some. I just only I can think of that they would be changing something that may require a slightly different power. Interesting. Uh, I must have been totally asleep today because I saw that this was released 4.1.2, but it didn't quite register for me to go and pick up my device and say updated. All I could think about was XDA developers and ROMs. Yeah, right? Like that <laughs> that's that's interesting how how different that is. Like if if you're rooting and ROMing, they, these just mean cool, eventually it'll make it into a build of whatever ROM I'm using right now or right. will be using if someone gets it out first, which is how I ended yeah. up on 4.1.1 on this like, you know, yeah. 4 months ago. We're, we're so conditioned to know, <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll get it eventually, you know. Well, there were two different there were two different houses. There was the one that they released the source code and then there was the update to Nexus. Well, if you think about it, like normal normal people that just went to Verizon got an Android phone, like, do they even know if you don't follow this news or listen to podcasts or anything like that? Do you know that your phone gets updates? That it's updatable? Do you know that there's different versions of Android? Like, I feel like they're insulated from a lot of that, and maybe I don't know. Um, I think now, I think people don't know the difference between. You know, honeycomb three point one, three point two, or or ice cream sandwich, or any of these different. Versions. They just understand it looks different, and maybe if they're intuitive, they'll notice that it feels different. Maybe. Yeah, I think the difference between gingerbread and ice cream sandwich slash jelly bean. I think that's well, that's noticeable now. Yeah, that's a lot of design though. Also. Yeah. But if you looked at like from Froyo to gingerbread, like those weren't really the the interface stayed the same basically. Yeah, and of course, it's just that we've been out, we've, Gingerbread's been out for so long, and they had that honeycomb interlude for that. Yeah, but you, I'm talking, normal people, most people didn't even see that, If especially if you just use Android phones. I mean, if you got a tablet, if you bought the Prime when it first came out, you saw it for a day, and then the update came out to ICS, so I, I don't know. No, Maybe the old that, Zooms and stuff got it a lot. Yeah, I, I just think that with the old interface being so different and these Nexus 7 commercials out there and the Samsung Galaxy commercials out there, I think people are noticing the differences between the old gingerbread. I don't think they know it as gingerbread. I think they just know that my phone looks way, way different than these newer devices. And I'm sure when they're looking at each other's phones and they see like an HTC and a Samsung, they they just assume it's a different Android thing. They don't know that it's the same underneath. It's just a, a skin or a theme or whatever. And they, they have no idea what they're doing with it because they're not used to it. 
So, uh, also, they they came out with the tablet app quality checklist, which I don't know the the people on Android community that wrote this said that you know there's not very many good tablet apps or the ones they're not optimized fully. I never really notice. I don't know, like what should a good tablet app do? Like all the apps I have on the Prime are they seem fine. I, I don't know. What am I missing? Well, I, I think it's a little difficult to search for tablet applications in the store. Um, because all you see is, is staff picks. But you know if there's HD after the name and there's two versions of the same app, the HD is the tablet version, right? But why not just have a specified section? You have a Well, music why section? not just yeah. build one freaking app and have it scale properly, for Christ's sake? Is it that hard to do? I mean, I can't hey, do let's it. Let's ask but... the developer that question. Yeah, what's up, Shane? <laughs> you can't make vector graphic apps or what? So the thing is... Uh, it isn't that hard, um, but I think that the tablet sales have been so anemic for um, Android at the larger sizes that there really just hasn't been a push to, to worry about. Nobody it. cares. Money. I, I don't think outside of Google, there's that many. I mean, game developers care, right? But check this but, out: if if you have one one app, one version, and I I buy that app on my phone. Once it's purchased, I can just download it on my tablet. Now, if you have a tablet-specific version, that means I have to buy your phone app if I want it on there and buy your tablet app. So then you're you're making money twice rather than once. So it's almost in their best interest to do two versions rather than just one. Yeah, yeah, and I think in the pre... I think in the Honeycomb, when it was just Honeycomb out there, Honeycomb was so different and there was no one buying them. Uh, that there never was that big push to start making lots of good tablet apps. And now we're starting to finally see the ice cream sandwich is on both, right? You, and ice cream sandwich has the APIs that's easier to write one app that works on both than you could before. And I, but you know, you think about the, the most popular tablets, only the Nexus seven has been popular and has had, you know, ice cream, well, it's not jelly bean, but the modern uh, design. Um, the Zoo is all the terrible. Galaxy Tabs are terrible. The Kindle is gingerbread. So we're literally, we're only what, what did, four months out past where Google finally has a tablet out there with a modern OS that people can really take advantage of. And, and now, so, that, now that they have that, they're like, well, we better release a checklist on how to make stuff for this thing specifically. Yeah, they could cheat a little bit in the Nexus 7 because phone apps and can scale up well enough on the next right it's not going to be as noticeable as on a 10 inch yeah and since uh, a lot of phones have the same resolution as the nexus 7 like our galaxy nexus and nexus 7 all have the same resolution right uh it scales up pretty good so they've been able to cheat a little bit but they're going to do a 10 inch tablet they gotta they've gotta get these guidelines out they're they're really years later it says the, the checklist includes sections on optimizing layouts, using assets, testing app quality. Uh, each section of the checklist provides detailed information, most of which is accompanied by screenshots, so you can see. Yeah, it's uh, pretty. I actually looked through it. It's pretty good stuff. Pretty helpful? Yeah. Google's yeah, usually good about that kind of stuff, I think. They have been since Matthias Duarte uh, has been involved. Um, they've been really awesome about creating new documentation and... Uh, spe- uh, emphasizing design language and all that. So. Matthias Duarte sounds familiar. Can you tell me who that is? Web, uh, he, web he's like the head. He's like the yeah. He's from WebOS. 
Uh, he's like the head, uh, I don't know what his actual title is, but he's the guy driving the look and feel of Android now. And he started kind of in the ice cream era. Um, so that had some of his ideas. But you notice in Google now, the whole idea of cards and all that, that mm-hmm. is right. Those ideas are right from WebOS. So you look at an app like Google now, and it looks something like you'd never, ever seen three years ago, and it's just really nice. And so you, um, he is really pushing, and he's commented on people who write articles about the lack of documentation, and he's like, yeah, we need, you know, there's more work we can do. He is really leading the effort to get good design language documentation and guidelines out there for, for app developers for Android. Um, and while it's years late, um, I think it's pretty cool. I don't know who if Apple has another guy who is like the face of the UI like that. But, I know, almost feel like, though, it. that it, it was kind of good in a way that it was late because a lot of us dealt with these early versions of Android. And once, you know, ICS and Jellybean came out, it was a huge improvement. And so we were grateful to, like, have this awesome new OS. The Apple stuff, I mean, it's been pretty iterative. They've They've had some pretty cool innovations here and there, but... I feel like it's always been, you know, this kind of standard. And Android, when it first started, was not anywhere near that. And now it's it's a lot yeah, better. Maybe, maybe developers skipping over Honeycomb was a blessing in disguise. Cause, uh, yeah. Like, this is the worst it could get. So let's see how good we can make it. <laughs> uh, and then they say, in addition to the tablet app quality checklist, Android developers will be posting tips on better app development all week via its Google Plus page, which is always awesome. I find the best stuff on Google+. Plus. I love it. Yeah. So, pretty sweet there. Uh, yeah. So, uh, predictions from last episode. Uh, Shane and Seth, who is not here. Yeah, so... Uh, we we brought up... Ridic- yeah, go ahead. We ridiculed the very idea of LG ever getting the Galaxy Nexus program. Like, oh Laughed my... At it. I, I, I brought it up be- like, hey, what if, what about this? And, and Seth was like, no, nobody knows that LG makes phones. Come on. Uh, and I think I made a comment that I hate LG because of the, the experience I had with the LG. They have a terrible reputation. And lo and behold, this week it comes out that LG. So there's two stories. There's either LG got the Nexus. Well, let me let me preface this by saying somebody made an interesting comment on one of our Google Plus pages that, remember, Google said there was going to be multiple Nexus devices this year. So it's not like LG got <laughs> – I can't even say it with a straight face. It's not like <laughs> LG got picked to be the Nexus device this year. It's going to be LG and probably Samsung, who's making a Nexus tablet, 10-inch maybe, and probably HTC and whoever else wants to. Yeah. So, go ahead. <laughs> well, I was going to say, actually, I, I didn't know if Google confirmed that or not, that there's going to be a multiple Nexi this year. But actually, um, that makes, to me, if there's multiple Nexus devices across four or five different manufacturers, that is awesome, right? Because instead of having one go-to phone to get the Google experience, you're going to have four or five to go to and per manufacturer. So you can say, I want the pure Samsung Google, I want the pure Samsung HTC, or, uh, HTC Google. And I think it's going to be, I think finally you're going to see a Nexus device actually sell really well. 
Well, plus, did you mention carriers or just manufacturers? Because with the different manufacturers, you can pick a different carrier. So you don't have to be on Verizon for this Galaxy Nexus. Well, I guess AT&T had it too, right? So that doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's, that's the hope. Of course, Verizon apparently always screws everything up. And I think that's the word. They may not have the... Uh, they may not have the um, the LG Nexus device. Google the Google Optimus called Nexus up Verizon and said, "Hey Verizon, why doesn't your Galaxy Nexus say Google anywhere on it?" <laughs> and they were mad. <laughs> so what yeah, do you I think? think I, I, I hope anyway. I I'll say this: I did make a comment a few weeks ago that I liked the look of one of the LG phones, but we all still laughed at the idea of LG phones. So. Maybe if they get a you know if they get a standard uh, Android experience. Now the one thing I, we did make a prediction, or I think I was right on, was that I didn't think there'd be a real new version of of Android. That maybe they bumped the version number up, but it wouldn't be a very it'd just be some updates. It wasn't um, a K so, or anything. Yeah, I think there. So we've seen that the current device is four point one point two, which is what came out today, and then the rumors are that it's gonna have four point two which will just be another slight upgrade, but I don't know. They better hurry up. <laughs> what I found interesting about that whole 4.2 is why didn't they change the name? They, they changed it for everything else. Because it's a point point release, right? They only changed the name for point releases. I thought no, they've actually, they've been pretty inconsistent. It so, has been high. <laughs> yeah. So Claire, Claire was 2.0, 2.1. Froyo was 2.2. Gingerbread was 2.3. Honeycomb was 3.0, 3.1, 3.2. 3.2. And um, uh, Ice Cream Sandwich is 4.0, and Jelly Bean is 4.1. Do you think it has more to do with almost like Chrome, it, where it updates and the number doesn't really mean anything? It seems like the names get given to the major overhauls, I guess. If it's going to be a keynote at I.O., it's going to be a new... Yeah, I, I think, you know, obviously, I think major under, it seems like major underlying, just like you said, huge changes get the bump, but things where their changes are more iterative, but it's enough to make it a, not quite the same. Like, Froyo and Gingerbread were far enough that you could, you could change their name, um, but this, the the architecture was similar enough to not go, to need to go to 3.0, so. Right. So that's why jelly bean is just a slight increment over ice cream sandwich. So, and what this is saying here on off of Google News, uh, I don't know what the oh end gadget, but it says that they'll get the first crack at it. So, do you think they're going to come in waves, or is like can we all release these at the same time and let them fight it out, or do you we're going to let LG go first because well, you know, it's LG. <laughs> we're going to give you a little head start and. I mean, do you think? I think all we know is this is probably a Nexus device. I think that's all we can know for sure right now, and that we probably no one should probably listen to us in any prediction. And you know what? Honestly, <laughs> it looks like a Galaxy Nexus. I mean, the picture is not very. It just looks like a normal candy bar smartphone with rounded edges. I, I would like to point out that I did not mock LG. <laughs> I think they make did. they make awesome. TVs and burner phones, monitors, yeah, and monitors. Lucky gold, lucky gold star. 
Uh, right. Oh, look at this. Two, and, two LG phones. And yeah, Joey's right and two. Joey's Android phone. But you called them pieces of crap last week. I do recall yeah. that. I never said the so the, did the kitty the dumb phone the two phone was a piece of crap. <laughs> the cat agrees. The cat agrees. <laughs> kitty, would you like to use LG? No. <laughs> <laughs> He's now looking at me like, who was that? <laughs> awesome. Uh, so, yeah, we'll put links to these if you want to see the, the pictures that they have here on Engadget. Uh, also, Android Community mentioned it. Uh, they have a nicer picture of it here, but I don't know. It, it looks like a Nexus 7 in that picture. It's kind of a big... It looks like a note. It's just a big... I really have no desire to get this wherever these Nexus phones are. They don't know if it's a quad core one five or what, but they think two gigs of RAM one five. It's all rumor speculation. I don't believe we'll be getting as excited over this Nexus as we were when the Galaxy Nexus. The episodes leading up to that are so great to listen to because we were such little kids about it. Like, yeah, it's gonna be the best phone ever. <laughs> it was a huge jump over the Nexus. It was X, compared though. to the Droid X that we were using. Like it was so much better. Yeah. It's awesome. I, uh, and I'll I keep it till I die one. to keep my unlimited data plan. So what's up now? <laughs> Rise in. And then uh did you see the HTC Droid Incredible X? <laughs> it's like a, the Droid X and the Incredible just got together one night and here is the offspring. You know, well, this is really starting to sound like that Android phone name generator. Right? The Droid Incredible X5. Two squared Samurai Edition. Z Super Jedi Samurai Pirate Edition. My, yeah, my favorite one is Zyborg. Is what? Oh, Zyborg. Zyborg? Like, what a terrible name for a tablet. Zyborg. Yeah. 20, I mean... 2012, Z, Y, X, all those things are cool, you know? It's just cool now. I don't know why. Uh, the most most epic naming fail I ever heard, uh, it was the Chevy Nova. Yeah, when, Nova uh, means no go. We we all know that one. Yeah, it meant it meant no go. I mean, come on, hello. Let's 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 sell a car that says no go in Spanish in Mexico. Yeah, because that's a good idea. They said this also might be known as the HTC One X Five or the Google Nexus Five. Could this be another Nexus device, the HTC version? Who knows. But if it's HTC, will it be skinned up just a smidge because it's HTC? Not the Nexus 5, but Verizon's incredible Nexus X version will be for sure. <laughs> for sure. But I mean, is HTC, they even had that on their little tablet, didn't they? Did they have sense on the flyer? Wasn't that what it, isn't that what it well, was called, was, the flyer? That was the Nexus device. So. <laughs> I have the eighth, the Nexus one still. It, it was uh, it was pure. It, that was a uh, was a pure Google, Google experience. A dumb question, Matt. Re- refresh me. Speaking of that fake Android phone name generator, did we ever get anybody writing in and asking about the fake Android phone that we named? No, nobody gave a crap. 
great. I, I don't think uh, – there's so many names of phones that get thrown around on this show. I, I Honestly, I think people just tune that part out. They're only in it for the, the intelligent banter, which is like the last five minutes. Well, who's the intelligent one? Shane. That's why we added Shane, Shane. to the group. We <laughs> lost. Shane. Listen, we lost Jeremy, so we had to re up and add Shane. So. That was on Joey, though, right? Yeah, well, we'll see. So then also in rumors, I guess, while we're keeping with it, I mentioned earlier about this. Mac album? What? No, I don't listen to that. Uh, the Nexus 10 tablet, Samsung. Rumored? What What do you think about that? Would you rather have a Samsung 10-inch or an Asus 10-inch? Personally, I'd rather have a big 10-inch record. Oh, I thought you were going to say Meatball Subway. Sorry. <laughs> Shane, 10-inch. Considering the, the, the Nexus 7 is Asus, and you'd like to think that with updates and so forth to the hardware, they'd be pretty pretty quick on it. I, I'd rather go that route. Instead of somebody that's dealing with other legal issues, litigation, or whatever. Uh, and Asus just did push out the uh, Jelly Bean update for the Prime. Yeah, we I mentioned that, that last route. last episode. I think we mentioned it, right? Are, how how is it running for you? Or you're not? Are you on that, Shane? Uh, I don't even use the Prime anymore. <laughs> Really? Well, while you send me your cue, send that along also. <laughs> Did I mention it's almost my birthday? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, Shane, what do you want for that Prime? Yeah, Joey needs something to replace his two LGs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Would you take a mouthy cat and train? I already have a mouthy cat. I'll see your mouthy cat and raise you a mouthy cat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so where were we? Samsung. Everyone make 10-inch Nexus tablets and 5-inch Nexus phones. Who cares, right? The more the merrier. So we know, we mentioned on Yats, I think last week or the week before, about the Red Bull Stratus jump. Right. That was supposed to be today, or was it yesterday? But the weather was bad. So they didn't do I thought it. it was going to happen over the weekend, but it never did go but it never did go down. Okay. Well, I, I found something interesting on Gotta Be Mobile here about how to watch it on your mobile devices and apparently this works. I mean, basically the short of it is you just go to YouTube. There's this YouTube link here, youtube.com/redbull on your and, and that'll take you right there or you can watch it through the browser they said. But um there's an actual app a Red Bull TV app that'll let you know when it's going to go because there's there's updates that, you know, when the weather's good, they're thinking maybe tomorrow, maybe the day after, but you'll get, like, updates from their Twitter or whatever uh, with it. And I don't know, like, to be... If we always have our phones or our iPads or our Android, anything with us like that, is this something that you would kind of stop what you're doing? Like, I know I would probably stop my truck if I was at work and watch this. Like, this guy's going to jump from space almost. That's awesome, right? You know, crazy dudes like us, yeah, we want to see that. But what about the common man? You don't think they want They want to see that more than anything, I feel like. They, they're the ones that are all about, you know, the... Have you seen the show, Jackass? Have you seen the common man? <laughs> 
Have you yeah. ever watched NASCAR? But see, those well, I mean, people. I guess it's sort of 50 and 50, though. Because those... what are the same people that didn't watch SpaceX this weekend? You know, where were those folks? Yeah, they don't. That's different, though, I feel like. That's just like Enterprise launching rockets, testing, and stuff. I like, I, yeah, I don't think it's as interesting. We'll as care about be. that when they start bringing people to the ISS or doing Mars missions or something like that. But I feel like this is something normal people wouldn't stop what they're doing and get out their phones to watch. They'll watch it on TV or on the news that evening. But people like us, like, we're going to watch it as it's happening live because that's, I don't know, I, that's awesome. I need to get this app because I don't want to miss it. You know? yeah. yeah. And so the, the, Twitter, the Twitter account's Red Bull Stratos, S-T-R-A-T-O-S, all one word. Uh, it says weather update. Tomorrow conditions are not suitable either. Weather update's coming soon. So I thought that was kind of interesting since we, we mentioned it on Yats, I totally forgot that it was happening like now. And just in case you were wondering, his name's Felix Bongardner. Nice try there, bro. Thank you. <laughs> Supersonic free fall. <laughs> Almost. Uh, from 120,000 feet in the air. So pretty this cool. This week on This Week in Matt screwing up someone's name. <laughs> Send in your name if you're not from... Canada or here. I I went to school with a girl named Ambrosia Burtonshaw. Seriously? Yeah. We, yeah. Ended try, up marrying try her. writing that out. I'll give you a hint. There is no government form <laughs> that has enough blocks. I bet, right? To write that out. And she had a middle name, too. I don't even know what that was. Oh, my gosh. All right. You know how we're every now and then we, we discuss, I guess... Not really journalism, but you know, tech tech writing and and how some of it's link bait and how some of it's interesting and, and whatnot. Uh, I have one for you here, and I'd like you to tell me: is this interesting or is this link bait? Okay, this is the new game. Uh, it's from the Wall Street Journal. Somebody named Catherine Buharit wrote it. It's Ten ways to make your Android smarter. Okay. Uh, she starts out with uh, easy keyboarding, right? So you maybe, if you're not good at typing on glass, you maybe want to use swipe. So that's, that's going to make it a little smarter, I guess. Uh, number two is unlock with your face. Smarter? Maybe not so much. What, what do you think? No? Or, uh, if, you don't want, if you don't want... <laughs> Link bait or interesting? <laughs> well, Matt, if, if I look back at some of the, the, the common folks with the androids that I deal with day to day that aren't tech savvy, that aren't geeks, they all fuss about um, the UIs on their phone. So they all have a hard time with slide to unlock. So they're all walking around blankly staring at their devices, waiting for it to recognize them so that it, they can take a call or whatever. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I, I can see no no, I can seriously see some users looking at something like this and saying, "Oh, okay, this is how I can do it." Even though people like you and me have been trying to assist them on that from from day 1. You know, as simple as it may be, you know, how do I put a pattern lock on my phone because it's got corporate information on it. We're required to put a pattern lock or a pin lock on our phone. How do I do that? And you can tell them a hundred times and they still can't figure it out. But let someone over at Wall Street Journal put up a link. Oh, Anthony, let me tell you what I just found. You know, Did you I, know I can... that you could? 
<laughs> I promise you, I can see this this being quote unquote useful to just your. Anthony, can I ask you something? If somebody <laughs> if somebody can't figure out how to do slide to unlock, why do they have corporate secrets? Hey, I totally agree, man. I've always asked, why do you have this phone? <laughs> It makes reading Ghost in the Wires a little more like, oh, well, duh, of course he was able to get all of that information yeah. because you're a complete idiot. Those, it makes perfect sense. People I ask, why do you have that phone? Better yet, why do you have that same laptop that's got... We should start a program for people like that where we take their phones and then we give them LGs. We just... <laughs> there you go. This is what you need. Trust me, it worked well, for Joey of AOTA. Swap, here's phone swap. That's right. Says, Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a sec. Hey, this is it. What's wrong with my LG? Like handing out fake iPhones. There's like, wait a minute. This isn't. This isn't an Apple. It's a pair. You know, but Matt, think about the whole Verizon training for the people that's got smartphones. Yeah. That? Yeah. Just, people are falling for that crap, man. Yeah. I what can't call that? it link bait, but if it, it, it it's actually working, you know, Verizon would have smartphone training classes on the weekends for their um. And didn't we we talked about that and mentioned that it's basically just teaching them enough to know how to download more dangerous crap. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> They're not really teaching any kind of like concepts or standards. They're just showing them how to tap on crap, and that's right. really not doing well. But I'm I'm dead serious. Most of the users that I have that are on Android, they're all fuss because of the UI differences. You know, they're in a diff- they're in an office with a with a bunch of other users that have Android, but none of their Androids look the same. And well, I wish mine would do this and do that if I click this and and you know, I can really see these folks falling into something like this this article from Wall I Street gotta Journal. say, I ran into the guy that replaced me at my old job. Um, and he actually made a comment. He said, you know, we're probably going to standardize on the iPhone. And I went, why the heck are you going to standardize on the iPhone? It's expensive. Blah, blah, blah. He said, at least everyone will be on the same platform. Yeah. And I don't have to support yeah, that, you could why not standardize on a Galaxy Nexus. That exactly. You could just yeah, as easily get. The problem get... Is, is that the executives in that particular company had to have iPhones. They yeah. insisted on it. You could hire two good developers and have your own custom ROM in like a month that you were no. running on an LG. No, yeah, kidding, oh, sorry. Shut up. Uh, but no, That's but enough. The other thing was is that they were also about to all get iPads. So if you're going to uh, have iPads, having an iPhone makes yeah. a whole heck of a lot more sense considering you have common apps, common settings, common login, blah, blah, blah. blah. Well, how's the saying yeah. go? One good F deserves another. Anyway, so okay, so this is a good list. Then I, I was I was more on just the bait Sadly side. It is Matt. Manage screens, shortcut to contacts, save the battery with a widget, auto update apps. I guess I, the All way right. I see that is that's going to appeal to an entire different that that's going to get those apps and techniques onto people's phones that would have never seen it if it was not on the Wall Street Journal. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, and just so you know, the writers are never the same people who wrote those articles, so we can't blame. What's her name? I forgot. Yeah, yeah. moving she on. She, yeah, Kath, Catherine, Catherine, She didn't write the headline, but 
Um, I actually said the Android, the opening, the, you can make an Android phone so much easier to use than an iPhone, but they don't come like that out of the box. And uh, I wish the people who put the phones out spend more time on making that more obvious when you start your phone up. You mean you want to make it like a June bug? Hit two buttons. Uh, jitterbug. <laughs> jitterbug. Um, but no, 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 just like don't have all the Google apps in like this one little circle folder that aren't obvious. Um, you know, be concentrate more on showing people, you know, what widgets are because you can do so much more with widgets on an Android phone than you can with an iPhone. It, it isn't even close anymore. So Shane is I've saying discussion too. Shane is what saying is don't widget? don't hand them a fish, but teach them how. <laughs> That's good, well, I just, Shane. I just think, I think the Android people do it. They do a poor job out of the box experience with Android compared to what it really can do. You know, it could do more than what it usually comes with. You know what else it can do? It can play games. You know what's coming out a day before my birthday? The Moga Android Game Controller. I think this thing is so cool. Any physical controller that you can plop your phone or tablet or whatever into, I'm just all about. Like, I think that's such a great... I think that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, they're they're going to come out with a dual analog game controller for Android 2.3 handsets. 2.3 and up, of course. Uh, 50 bucks, 49.99. Well, didn't we, didn't we talk about this before? I don't think we had it announced. It, it was a different. It was a different one. This is another one. Oh, that okay. one was the WikiPad, I think, oh, and it was a. Pad, yeah. It was Wiki yeah, pad. which also was, was cool. But yeah, I like this. this. Is pretty cool. So, uh, yeah, the Moga. <laughs> I believe the WikiPad is pretty close to release date. Should be right. Have Have you guys heard any more updates on the Ouya? Um, I had to send in some information about my custom username recently. Nice. Uh, um, it's a so good step. Just, yeah, something, some wheels are turning. Yeah, estimated delivery is still March 2013. And that's as of seven days ago. That's promising still. Yeah, I mean, they, they give up. I have a list of the updates here. I've mean, had every couple of weeks. I mean, yeah, update. I've gotten... Four updates, I think, since I um, since I signed up. So I think it's going pretty. I, I right think they they sound like they're making progress. And uh, I guess before we do some app picks, speaking of games, GameLoft's coming out with Zombie Wood on Halloween, which looks pretty cool. As if we needed another awesome zombie game from GameLoft. Uh, you're you're an. An unnamed second rant. I do not understand the obsession with zombies. You can. They're, the they're undead, people. They're creepy. We listen. I, I'll tell you, you exactly. Joey again? No, listen. I'll tell you exactly what it is. They're people that you can shoot in the head. That's all it is. That's why everybody's so fascinated with it. Like if you were I a zombie, I would duty. shoot you in the. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Just saying. I've asked the same thing, Joey. It makes yeah. it okay. If it was like like Grand Theft Auto, where you're not, you, if if you were beating up on zombies the whole time, nobody would have said nothing. But because they were uh, real people, you were shooting in the head. Like, whoa, watch yeah, out! Code for Vice City to turn everybody into a huge honking head zombie. Exactly. Hmm. There's, on, there's also so many uh, Genesis stories for zombies. Uh, you know, all sorts of fiction. It's pretty. There's a lot of. Uh, it's lore. It's all. It's our part of our culture. 
It's like I vampires. I mean, I mean, for God's sakes, I walk into the, in the military supply store up here the other day. They've got zombie-shaped targets. Of course. They've got a gun that is specifically sold as a zombie killer. What a, isn't that any gun? <laughs> no, it's a zombie killer, and it is black with like green glow in the dark pinstriping or some crap. I have a nine milli just like that, minus the p- green pinstriping. Like they're all. Not, I don't get it. Nine milli. I think it's like a twelve gauge or something stupid. That's only good for up close zombie killing. What are you gonna do if it's like fifty feet away? That's, that's ridiculous. It's a gimmick. <laughs> It's a gimmick, and they're getting rich off of people's stupidity. That's my point. Oh, so what the heck is up with What does that have to do with zombies? Don't don't say, oh, it's the zombies' fault. No. It's that place. <laughs> God, <laughs> Joey. Zombie lore has nothing to do with the commercialization. Exactly. Thank you, Shane. It's not Romero's fault. Like We're going to blame it on him and Night of the Living Dead for the zombie killer gun you saw in some hick backwoods main pawn shop. <laughs> all right and also game loft is coming out with another one actually this one's out it's called wild blood and it's seven bucks which is six bucks too many for me to buy but it's running on the unreal engine which is always awesome looking games uh basically side story no one's talking about they've ported the unreal engine to android that's That's cool That's, hot. that's been there, I feel like. Haven't haven't we been playing Tegra games that were powered by the Unreal Engine since this thing came out? Uh, I didn't. Or I are didn't you talking a, about something different? Uh, you have some I, 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 it, yeah, no, it's been it's been on there for a little while. I thought I've but seen I, many games that said powered by Unreal Engine. There was a new cool. version that came out recently, I thought. I, I hadn't heard that, but then again, I haven't been focusing an awful lot on the Tegra 3 stuff because I don't have one. Sure. Hint, Shane. Yeah, it's been in the Tegra zone, I thought, for a while. If if you have a Prime and you're in the Tegra zone. In the zone! But yeah, this one's called Wild Blood. Looks pretty cool. As soon as the price comes down a bit. And you know what? I'll tell you what. That Six Guns game, worst notification bombs ever. If I wasn't on Jelly Bean to where I could disable notifications for it... I would be so angry. You know how games say, like, ooh, come back and play. This one, like, I'd, I'd turn the Prime on, and there was, like, 20 notifications, all from six guns. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, Frontline Commando does it, too. But as long as you can turn them off, you're okay. So, I think that was it. All right, app picks. Joey, give me an app pick. All right, this week, um, redoing an app pick from, I think it was two, three episodes ago, Stunt Car Challenge. They got a major update here oh, three, four days ago, if I remember right, maybe a little longer. Uh, added a complete another level uh, and reputed to uh, be a future expansion on the third level from the game. Uh, let me see. I don't see that yet. Now it still says more coming soon. Uh, but uh, they've added an entire another level, uh, which is uh, completely more fun, and they've included the ability to drive and jump a school bus. Whoa. <laughs> Get out of here. Yes. Really? I know. Really? Are there, are there it, children in the school bus? Is it a short school bus or like a full-size school bus? It's, it's a relatively <laughs> short school bus. Okay. Um, it's definitely not the '96 passenger model. Well, sure. Um, I'd imagine. Um, but, but does it have children in it? 
Well, I'm not sure about the children, but it does appear to have been longer than the one that Matt got to ride in. Oh, there you go. There you go. Bounce it back to me. I, I thought you were going to say jump homeless people like that episode of South Park where Cartman jumps the homeless. <laughs> Never mind. All right. Great, great repeat app pick, slacker. Uh, Shane, do you have an original app pick for us? Yeah. So... Well, I was going to review the camera. Well, I know. I know. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna pitch a little more serious. So, um, like mo- like a large chunk of Americans, uh, I struggle with weight, uh, and so in order to kind of keep myself in check, there's an app called Weight Journal that I found many years ago uh, that they keep updating, and it's nothing particularly um, complicated, but it is by far the best app for keeping track of your weight, your BMI on a daily basis, your goal tracking, and making, you know, up nagging you, I guess you want to call it, to uh, weigh in for that day. Because one of, the, um, one of the things I always tell you about losing weight is that weigh yourself every day at the same time. Uh, keep really detailed records. So uh, it's, I think it may be a couple of bucks. Uh, it works well on Jelly Bean, and it's called Weight Journal. It's by Happy Shiny. And uh, use it for a number of years. Um, and so, if you're, if you need uh, to lose weight, it's a pretty good app to use. How secure is something like that? Like, could you say if somebody wanted to hack into it to make fun of somebody about like how much weight they were not losing? Yeah, or you, a- you, anything you like can, that, hypothetically. You, you can password protect it so that no one else can log in. Nice. Just be careful though on a jelly bean or ice cream sandwich device that you don't leave it. It, it will grab the preview screen. I mean, if you care this much about it. But it'll, I, I was kidding, screen, but okay. Well, some people might. Some people might care. Yeah, Joey um, might. Uh, but it'll, it'll take a snapshot of your current weight in the app preview if you're on the screen at the right time. So just be careful with that, if you care about that. Nice. And I'm just doing my weight tracking. Thank you, sarcastic Matt, in a Google Docs, or excuse me, Google Drive spreadsheet. A spreadsheet, huh? Yes, I'm very. Why, You're overcomplicating why is, things. Why is the cat objecting? <laughs> I didn't think that was an objection. I thought that was a chorus of uh huh. Uh huh. He's like, I'm glad he's keeping track. I thought I was getting eaten next. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ant, give us an app pick so we can end this. I'm going with Sketchbook Pro. Um, was it last week when Google did the 25-cent promo for 25 billion downloads or however many it was? Yeah. Um, well, I got this one for a quarter. I don't know what the real price of it is. I didn't want to log out and kill my cookie, but I'm assuming this thing might be 2 bucks or so. Uh and I put it on the, the tablet, and it's it's really, really uh, responsive because I like to draw. Um, next thing I want to know is get where can I find a stylus to try to really I believe the Galaxy Note has a stylus. Oh, yeah, of course. But this thing, it, it's I love it, and I can't wait to spend a little more time with it because of you know just all the other integrated so tools it has in it. Is that like Photoshop Touch, or is it like... I mean, are you basically just finger painting, or what? What's it? Yeah, right now I'm finger painting and, and drawing on it, doodling or whatever you want to call it. Okay, but it's not like image editing, like Photoshop touches. No. It's more no, designed this is just, just a, for a white screen. Oh, and word! You, and you start, and you're just you know. sketching with the fingers. 
Yep, that's it. Oh, that's and you have cool. all of these tons of tools. I don't know how well you can see that. There you go. Oh wow! But it, but it's 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 really slick. And then I don't know if it's just Jelly Bean, why it feels so good, but I like this app. I'm glad it was only a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they had some good deals on there. The, a lot of it was stuff a lot of us already had, so we were just like, yeah, okay, Doctor Seuss, why not? <laughs> but all right, and I then the Seuss too, and I still don't know why. I know one it's... app, two app, red app, blue app. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so all right, I got a game for you guys. Of course, this I'd never heard of this till just like before the show. I was looking through what the new games were, and somebody mentioned this just came out uh, for Android. I guess it's been an iOS thing for a while. It's called Jetpack Joyride, and I. I... <laughs> I don't even know how to explain it. It's it, it reminds me of Throttle Copter. Do you remember Throttle Copter? Where you'd hold down on the tablet and the helicopter would go up and you'd let go. It was a, a game on the computer first where you'd hold down the, the mouse button and it would elevate and then you'd let go and it would go down and you had to get it through all these little tunnels and stuff. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Throttle Copter? I haven't seen that. Go in the Play Store and look for Throttle Copter and then try Jetpack Joyride because it's like that but like way more I- insane and and intense. So, My heart has been playing that uh, Jetpack Joyride. Um, they initially installed it through the Amazon App Store so I got a nice email letting me know they purchased slash uh, grabbed something. And the oh, audio the heck is mess. The audio is pretty awesome, but check. Boom! Yeah. <laughs> they love that game, man. It's pretty slick. This is one of the easier games to play uh, in reverse. But you can get, like, all this other cool stuff. Like, I had this big giant mech suit that I was just stomping around in. But, yeah, I don't know. I never saw it until... Shit! Pretty cool. So that's. Has this game totally changed the way you poop? Uh, no. <laughs> why do you ask? I'm still. Gyro's my poop game, man. I don't know why. Gyro is, is my. Definitely got to be my poop game. That's how we measure our Android games around here. I know, because I, I tried Bad Piggies, and I was like, man, I don't want to think that much when I'm in. Like, Gyro is just perfect. Match the colors, spin the wheel, good, good to go. Or Flow Free. Which was my pick, I think, last week or the week before. Flow Free, I'm still enjoying. I don't even know why. It's like the most... It's so dumb. (laughs) For some reason, all of Matt's colors keep turning to brown. I know. (laughs) And with that, we are done. Thank you, guys. It's been fun, as always. Hopefully next week we'll have more of us joining in. I want to hear what Eric thinks about the Q again. Maybe he got I still got think it. they need to do a follow-up model called the Q Continuum. Okay. I'm going to edit that out. Thank you, Joey. <laughs> uh, email email us and check us out online, I guess, at attackoftheandroids.com and, and anywhere else all of us are at. And I'm not going to do what other shows do and let you guys plug everything you're doing because people can just go find it, right? Nobody cares to hear that. I always turn the show off at this point anyway, so... Leave a message at 406-204-4687. Thank you, guys. Ant, it's been fun. Joey, Shane, we'll see you guys next week. It's a tag.
Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the Androids dot com.